Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, and Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, guys, welcome in. We're doing this again. Uh, we were on here earlier today, uh, Bobby Manning and I, along with uh, Jeff Goodman, who had a ton of insight on the obvious top story of the day. A crazy uh, day for him, huh? Which Jeez. was good. Goodman had a day. Goodman had himself. Wow. I couldn't believe he broke that right after he hopped off with us. He was like, you could tell he's looking at stuff. He was getting intel on Brad while he was talking to us, and then the Coach K stuff started. Boom. He's like, I, he's like, I gotta go, and then he breaks the Coach K story, which was surprised his head didn't explode, man. I don't, I can't think of a, a busier dude in the business that I know of personally, at least. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, you know. Uh, we're going to go through this again uh, for the people who missed the earlier. We had a ton of people on with us early. If you missed it, great. Here's a chance to jump back on with us here on YouTube. Uh, we're going to hang for a little bit. Then we're going to do a little locker room and we're going to wrap it up uh, here, uh, you know, for the day. But um, the top story again, uh, Danny Ainge. Look, you guys want to change? Yeah, seriously. You got it. Right. Um, but in a strange, strange way, Danny Ainge steps down. Brad Stevens uh, is named the president of basketball operations, which literally nobody could have, nobody was predicting this would be the outcome. People thought Danny might go. People thought Brad might go. People thought there might be a clean sweep. This is kind of a clean sweep because at the end of the day, the Celtics do next year have a new president of basketball operations and a new head coach. But it's a weird, weird way that they got here. So uh, Bobby and I talked a lot about it earlier. So Josue, let's get your take first. Just kind of your initial reaction as the day's gone on. Has your opinion changed at all? And Bobby, I'm curious if yours has as well. Because we were both kind of dumbfounded in the early stages. Like trying to process and coming through and then talking to Jeff and, you know, um, you know, starting to kind of formulate your our thoughts uh and i i kind of i I'm, I'm pretty firm where i am now but just yeah. i want to hear where you're thinking yeah i mean a little bit of the same i mean obviously i've had some time to uh you know think it over you know when you consider what brad stevens is going to be in his position to do it makes sense but i i just can't help but wonder if, if brad sort of like 
it's bittersweet, right? This wasn't his dream. His dream is to coach in the NBA and, and, and be successful. And he was successful, but of course, you know, he had his dream to reach the mountaintop, of course, fell short. And um, will Brad Stevens coach again in the NBA? Possibly, maybe. But at least right now, we know where his focus is because I don't think he would sign on if he couldn't uh, see himself focus on the job. So I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I think it's bittersweet, but I don't, I don't hate it. I, I like Brad in this position. I like him being in the spot to assess talent and being able to pull the trigger on trades. I, I just, with, again, with, I mean, I should say this, with, him being underneath Danny for so long, I, I can't help but wonder, you know, or at least think that he he's picked up a lot of that. You know, he just seems sort of like that guy. If he spends enough time with Danny Ainge, he's like a sponge, right? It'll just come naturally. And this isn't like they've worked together for three or four seasons now. This is almost a decade. So I think that's if you're if you're a Celtics fan, you have to feel good about that, right? Because obviously he's been through it. He knows this team, and I think he will know the personality of it. And I also have to believe that. Guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown had to agree on this, or at least sign well, off on it. I don't think so. Um, you don't think they did? Well, I, the reports not, we've the reports maybe, we've maybe not heard, signed off, but they would they had to have known about it. No, the reports we're hearing is it was nobody had a clue, and then last night, dribble, dribble, drab, a little bit of a uh, little started to leak out, and people started to catch wind of what was going on. Um, and right now, and I know Shams was on. Um, I saw him on NBC earlier tonight. And um, what he said was players aren't quite sure yet how to react, you know, because Brad's a guy who's like he knows them intimately. He's, you know, uh, you know, they've grown up with them. A coach is like a father figure. You're there daily. You know, they're they're working you through your your personal stuff. They're helping you grow. You know, they get to know you in a much more intimate level than a GM. And um, and now this guy's making like cutthroat decisions about your future and telling you what you're worth and what you're not worth. It's a really different dynamic. So is it strange? We've yet to hear. I, I, and again, yeah, John, you think, you, you I, think I, I, let me ask you, have you heard of, we had a Zoe, we had a Zoe Tatum tweet <laughs> about yeah, Evan, Turner. The Evan Turner, the Evan yeah. Turner thing. Yeah. Have we heard either. Wow. Danny, what a run. And thanks for everything. Or the guy who drafted me, I'll always be grateful. Right. I don't have one of those yet. I, I don't, maybe they're out there and I missed it. I haven't seen it, nor have Especially I seen, Marcus. nor have we seen a wow, Brad as the head guy hit it out of the park. Now it's possible people are reserving comment out of de deference and respect for Ainge, who may or may not have been kicked to the curb. The narrative right now is that he uh, chose to go and that the Celtics talked about this and i i'm pretty dubious about this whole timeline too and i'll get into yeah, my thoughts especially on that when you think about jalen's or excuse me jason's um reaction to that topic you know oh i don't have anything to do with that kind of decision making that's not in my that's not in my job description i, I just felt like he was a little defensive because he probably saw this coming or at least danny ainge may have confided in him that or, or not confided in him but uh asked him about what they think of uh brad stevens you know i, I just think the conversation had to have also been are, is everyone in this core done with Brad, or at least would they hate it if he's not back at the, as your coach next season? And I, you, you'd have to think that the answer was clear that they were ready to move on. Uh, they might be, but uh, Bobby, what's your take here? I, the, the radio silence worries me a little um, because I, I just think they might not know what to I think, think yet. They're still processing it, but so yeah, it's a little yeah. bit of shock. Like <laughs> I didn't see this coming, so I don't I'm know how to shocked. react. Yeah. I'm still GM Brad Stevens. That never crossed anybody's mind, and it still feels 
I don't want to say silly because obviously Brad's a basketball mind. And I, I do think there's a chance that he could do well in this role, but he's a coach. I mean, he, this guy is one of the best coaches in the league and he's moving to this GM spot where I think it's less than certain he's going to be long-term. And I ultimately want Danny Ainge's successor to be in it for the long haul. And there is so much demand for Stevens as a coach that we know of. Jeff saying all year he could coach a different NBA team in a second. And we know the desire at the college level that there would be for him. I can't imagine. And again, someone told me earlier, Danny Ainge became GM at 44. Ainge was in a much different spot in his coaching career than Brad was at this point. And I know Brad was under some heat, but we all knew that the trust in Stevens as a head coach was high enough where he would instantly have another job here. So the second that he gets that itch to jump back into coaching, does he try to step back into the role here? Does he start looking at other opportunities elsewhere? I guess the fact that he's locked in for these amount of years here makes it a little bit easier for him to lay the groundwork for the future. But ultimately I think it's an awkward transition like unless this really is just something that he got into got pitched on and loved but I can't imagine it because we know how much Brad loves coaching I mean this guy's been coaching for his whole adult life like he stepped right into it out of college thrived at Butler thrived with the Celtics and now a couple rough years and he's done with it yeah like it's just I'm just so doubtful of that and i think it's just such a weird situation and the motives there seem very uh dubious to me with the contract and everything else and the money involved and that's the thing so let's you know it's when we're when we went live i mean it was soon after the announcement we had jeff on and jeff jeff's first reaction was you know because Jeff knows Danny, uh, obviously, uh, Jeff spends most of his time, uh, you know, covering college sports. So he gets to know these guys and he has a relationship with Brad. And, you know, as far as he knows, this is not something Brad has necessarily ever aspired to. Um, he's a coaching guy and second, a family man, um, you know, acknowledging that definitely there was some stress in the job this year. Uh, and he was a little bit fried, but his first thought was, this smells like money, you know, um, that he's got a lot of years left on a deal. And this is, you bring in another GM and they might want a different coach. And which means you've got to eat $30 million or whatever. In addition to whatever you may or may not have to go into the tax this year. And Wick's like, I'm not spending an extra hundred million dollars this year just to put a regular, just to put a non-contending team on the court with a new GM, a new coach, and uh, and all these players that we're going to have to pay to put ourselves in the luxury tax. Like I'm not footing that bill. We're going to go. We're going to go with the bargain approach. You know, we've got Brad here. He's smart. He'll figure it out. Well, it's also yeah, I and mean, people that's would, a big part of it. But there's yeah. also that they're familiar with Brad, and I don't think they're exactly thinking to themselves, "Well, we don't trust this guy's mind anymore." No, they're like, "That's a valuable asset, and we just paid a whole lot of money for that." So one way or another, let's use this thing and and let's uh, let's see if he can put the, put a team together. Yeah. And I don't think Danny Ainge would 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 be. I mean, actually, that's that's not true. I was gonna say, if he had doubt in Brad, he wouldn't be pumping him up. That's not necessarily true, but I, I just I think it's genuine, though. I, I really do think it is genuine. He's been underneath his I don't want to say underneath his wing, but I I think he he obviously used Brad as a as a valuable resource throughout uh, Brad's entire you know coaching tenure here in Boston. So I I think between that and and, and ownership, 
you know, having faith in Brad and, and his mind. I, I think it's a no. I mean, well, how do you do? You, do you see him getting bored with it, John? Is that what you're getting at? Like, do you think eventually he's just going to say, "No, what? No, I'm a coach. I'm a coach doing something that I shouldn't be doing." I, I do think he eventually returns to coaching, but I don't know if that's going to be in a year or two. Like, what that's you- the thing. No, when you move to this role, that's because that's what you've moved to as your next career move in life. You right, know, like. Right. I'm now, I've done the coaching thing. I'm done with the grind. That's tough. Right. I'm here. I'm on the road. That's tough. I, I'm going to do this instead. I, and also, I want to be the guy who makes the decisions. You know, I've been in the trenches. Now I want to build a team. That becomes the next thing that you want to do. You know, um, I don't know that you go like backwards unless you never wanted to do the other thing in the first place. So, that's what it's going to come down to. If Brad's heart is in coaching and he's just like, if this is a take it or leave it like thing, like we have you under contract, we could basically tell you what your job is going to be. <laughs> so your job is now GM and, that, when you're, and that's it, right? Like you're an employee of the Celtics. I'm now kicking you upstairs. And right. he's like, okay, you know, yeah. I, I guess his, his other option would be to resign and then you don't have to pay the money. And that would have been fine too. Otherwise it's, we're going to put you over there. Is that cool? And he's like, yep, I'm here to do what's best for the Celtics. You know, that, <laughs> and that was his line. Let's bring in um, our, uh, our, our, our president, our president and CEO. <laughs> oh, we can't hear him. I thought, oh, I, thought, I, thought I got fired today. I, I there is there's no truth to the rumors that I have taken over for Nick Gelso uh, running CLNS. That um, that uh, that nicotine rush, huh? There you yeah. go, Nick. I started those rumors. Last Look head. how big my head looks. My head looks like Kyle Draper's right now. It's so big in this in this screen, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Nick. Uh, this was yeah, that entrance was out of a that's out of a fucking sitcom. I'm sorry, that was hilarious. <laughs> Let's bring yeah. in Nick. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, let me, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you a thing or two. <laughs> what a day. Nick. Oh, man. I, I talked to you about this a little bit earlier, but this is the most shocking day covering in my time covering the team by far. I mean, th- there wasn't even a thought that this was a possibility. Like, I think someone just tossed us out in locker room <laughs> as a joke, and we were like, yeah, Brad is GM. All right. I can't believe it. Nah, Bobby, I'm, I'm with you. I think I, I wanted to see changes for sure, but this is this is a this is a tough one because it's if you watch body language during that press conference today, Bobby, we talked That's what about I was saying. Dude, I mean, I'm gonna tell you and twice Wick stepped on top of Brad answering questions. Twice. One was about Coach GM. I don't remember the other one. To me, it just felt very forced. The body language. I tend to always look at, you know, people who aren't speaking to see what their body language looks like. It's just very awkward. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same court as Jeff Goodman. I feel like it's forced. And I mean, let's face it. I like Brad, but his wife negotiates his contracts. I mean, how many contracts has Brad negotiated? It's yeah, scary cracked. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love the. I mean, they made that joke during the press conference. Way. What's that? I love the idea of Chauncey. I love Carol Lawson. I think that that is a it's a it's a great PR move. But she also got along very well with the players. Um, yeah, 
I, I honestly love that. I, I think she would be uh, right now. She's one of my, I consider her a top candidate for sure. I mean, just because of that familiarity with the, with the team and man, some of these players, they were, they, they were shedding tears when she left, you know, they were happy for her, you know, for obviously that's a huge job to, you know, to, 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 for her to, to be hired. They weren't surprised by it, but it was bittersweet. They wanted her to obviously stick around. I, I just wish she went to the bubble. I, I think that would have been a significant yeah. uh, connection that would have even made it stronger that bond. You know that that's unfortunate, but either way, I just think they really they could they could really empower this team because they they believe in her, especially the the two superstars who who we want to uh, you know yeah. not only see the best version of themselves, but make the team its best version <laughs> of itself, right? Like those two, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I mean, that phrase is done, could, Joe Sway. <laughs> she could, you know, be the be the. I wonder what the, the next bridge the gap between phrase. those two. Bridge the gap finally. The, we need, you know, and we it's, need it's, a catch it's, phrase. It's, it's another barrier broken by the Celtics. I think that that would look really good right now coming from everything that's just gone on the last couple of weeks. I don't think you use it as a, uh, please don't say Zaren. I, I, I don't think you use it as an ex- the reason why I think she's qualified. And I, I think about the story that Josue Max tells, right? He, when he dro- dropped the mic, she stood right up to him. Right. She's like, yeah, does Olympic cha- and WNBA championships count. Right. So, I mean, I, I think I just love that idea. I really do. I like Chauncey too. Um, yeah, Mark Jackson. Neck and neck for me. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care who the coach is. I just want them to like it. Like right well, now, that you've got. Know. But that's the point. That's all I care about. Right now, you got players who don't know what to think. So what I want to make sure is like, and again, I'm going to cross sports. You know, reference here is like, you know, go back to the 2011 Red Sox ownership jumped in forced Bobby Valentine into the mix and everybody they were like that's who we want you know an established old school baseball guy and the players were like what the f- is that you know like <laughs> and, and it was that's yeah. that is the biggest there was a funny photoshop today at Valentine on the Celtic stage <laughs> that's the biggest that is the biggest clown show in anything I've covered yeah. in my life oh, in all, in all four sports spanning 20 something years that year was freaking hilarious it was such a gong show start to finish so obviously you don't want that but really you just want the players to be happy now because what you don't want is uncertainty you don't want them to feel like they weren't part of a decision you don't want them to feel on board so i don't care who the coach is i i hate saying this but like i just want tatum and brown to like them and that's it and whichever one they like that's great unless you're Unless it's the worst, can- unless it's Jason Kidd, in which case you get one veto. Okay. Uh, well, I think that bodes well Mark for Mark Jackson. For Mark Jackson. I honestly think that bodes well for Carol well because Carol. you know Jalen Brown, you know Jason Tate, especially especially Jalen. I mean, that's obviously would be an historic hire, and if they're able to pull pull off pull off pull, and winning a championship with her as as head coach, I think that would that would mean a lot to not only her but the entire team. I mean, I I honestly think it would be a powerful uh, move, obviously for the Celtics to make. And I think they would have the support of the players for sure. You know, that, yeah. that's a big reason why I think they would, you know, that would work. I think they would too. I mean, she was very popular. And what what you look at though, I, I find it to be kind of shocking. Celtics fans, even the young ones, like they all want to hire from within. KG ain't doing this. I don't know who just texted me the screenshot, but he said no. <laughs> well, Billups, said. I know Billups wasn't a Celtic really because he just got shipped right out. But at, 
it's also cool that that, that, that though, yeah you know bringing a full that. circle a little bit like you didn't you didn't get to be a player here now you get to start again as a coach uh he's deserving he's been interested in it obviously he was a candidate for the cavaliers gm job uh he's a trusted basketball mind and when brad talked today about new perspective i thought that was a great thing that he said yeah. that I want a guy who's similar to me, but brings in new perspective at the same time. Well, here's time. a clip on Brad saying why it's better that he's not the coach. My number one thing is for the good of the Celtics. Um, I love the Celtics. I want to do what's best for the Celtics. Yeah, this um, And uh, I really have enjoyed coaching. Um, I loved coaching, and I've loved coaching the players, both at Butler and here. Um, but this is the new challenge, and this is what we need to do um, to hopefully be even better. And, um, you know, again, I think a big part of that is, is hopefully I can use my experience as a coach, um, to help not only find a coach, but be a good supportive, uh, empowering person like Danny has been to me of a coach. I guess just to follow up really quick on that, Brad, why, why is it better for the Celtics for you to be the president of basketball operations as opposed to the head coach? Well, um, I think the biggest thing is that I'm passionate about this group of people. I'm passionate about the team that we have. I'm passionate about the people that work in our front office. I'm passionate about our coaching staff, and that's who I've spent all morning with. Um, the people in our sports performance staff. I'm passionate about the whole thing, and I do think that I've got a good insight to our team as Danny now um, steps away. And so um, – I feel like I've got a good idea about what we do well, what we don't do as well. And I also think, you know, I've been doing this for eight years. I've been in that locker room for, for, with some of those guys for a long time. And they'll, they'll get a, they'll, they're going to get to play for a great coach with, you know, some similarities maybe, but also some great new fresh perspectives. And I think that that's a good thing. Um, and so I'm looking forward to finding that person because I do think like people can be reinvigorated. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, I was watching that. Yeah. He said people could be invigorated <laughs> by that. And there goes John. Yeah. John, we can't John. hear you, John. Come on, man. First, Jeez. first there of we all, go. John, bit, of a bit of a non-answer uh, yeah. on the why yeah. are you better, okay? Uh, oh, and sorry. I was muted so you wouldn't hear me during the thing. Um, the um, there was a couple times where Brad. Oh, did you hear me? Because I was making comments. Yeah, we could hear you. There's a couple oh, times okay. where Brad is um, was oh, stumped in that presser, and that was one where why are they better off? And you ever interview for a job you don't really want, and they're like, "Why do you really want this job?" And you're like, "Um, I'm driven and passionate." <laughs> he, took that, he took that four second. Um, um, and so that he was said that. the Celtics seventeen times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've I've been here. It just I'm, looks I'm a, so I'm, weird. I'm a guy. I uh, I I do basketball. You know, like that was one. And then the other was basically kind of like, do you want the job? Sort of was one of the questions. And do you want to coach again, or would you would you have been fine returning as coach? And he was like, absolutely. You know, so like I, I I'm really struggling to believe that this was Brad's life's goal. I believe, and the way Wick talked about it, this was the other one. I don't know if that's a clip we have or not, Bobby, but it was like, how did this come about? And he was like, I don't know. You know, I was drinking my premium tequila with Brad one day, and uh, I just said, hey, GM, you want to do it? Ha, ha, so that ha. That was a Brad, weird thing, too. And, and, and Brad was like, 
uh, sure. You know, like the whole thing was weird, Bobby. The whole thing, it was like, you know. So, yeah, I I do want to get into that thing Wick said because ultimately (laughs) he's kind of the mastermind of this in some way. And they ask him why Brad, they're better with Brad as GM rather than coach. And he says that he was born for this and they've just seen his natural basketball instinct. And they think this is like such a great untapped potential for Brad. And I, I, I don't buy that. Like everything we've known about how the Celtics operated under Ainge and Stevens is that Ainge handled most of the personnel. Stevens would throw in some tips here or there, things he's seen, but ultimately he didn't. He stayed away from the personnel. And Wick made it seem like Brad was like there with him in the war room, day in and day out, like drawing up the DNA of the team. And that's just not true. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, like it's also kind of weird and shotgun feeling to think that. Like, it was just automatically assumed Zarin and Danny's son, Austin, are going to remain with the franchise. I mean, to me, just, I was surprised by and that, if you too. you look back, it, yeah, like, you, I mean, even if it's the case, you don't say it right now. Like, I, I just, and I'm looking back over the occurrences of the last couple months, and I'll tell you what, you know, we laugh about Tucker and Rich because they're, they're friggin' funny, right? But there has been some bombs, dro- subtle bombs dropped on that show all season. From Gorman to Danny to Brad, and then Felger and Maz Wick calling in that day was totally off the cuff. And I just think there's something to do with this Duke situation too. Like at the exact same time, Duke and I always uh, thought Brad would be destined for Duke. At the same time, John, I mean, it was like almost simultaneous. Woj dropped. Yeah, the but Duke Duke filled their Duke filled their position. Duke's already, already filled their position. Yeah. No, That's, but I mean, I think that it almost feels like that was they were pending, and Brad said, "I'm not going to resign. I'm going to get money." No, I, John. I I don't think so. I, but I'm not going to say no, no. It just to me, it I, was. I I, feel, I believe that they if they knew within the last couple of weeks, at the very least, they said it's been trickling over the last few months. I think personally, and I'll go over the time. That? I'll go over the timeline later. I think this is something that really came about in the last two weeks. Personally, that's my belief, and I'll I'll, I'll deconstruct it and give you my theories. But anyway, the um, but what I what I believe is um, we said it on the post game show. Uh, if change is happening, it's happening fast because you got to get moving. You know, you want to you, you want it. you want people in place. So you knew if somebody's gone, their coaches and GMs get fired after seasons immediately after seasons to one day two days so it was amazing i mean this thing was done done which means they knew it for a little you bit so I- predicted john you predicted this to a t as a matter of fact after, as, as the show was wrapping up last night max called me on the way home and he said i said angel's done i just feel it i said because murray was saying it then john you say if brad or danny's going it's happening in 48 hours he called me today he goes how did you know that Danny was going? Because he had no clue. I said, yeah. John, John said it last night, and I just felt it. And, it, like, my day had been going so bad, Danny might as well go. <laughs> you know? So it just yeah. fit perfectly. But it wasn't true. that. It was like you, you, shotgun. you knew they were going fast if they were going, and they did it. I mean, they were ready to pull the trigger here. They had a they were press conference release. They, they knew what they were doing. So I, I think the timing yeah. there doesn't so, make sense. The Danny, the Danny thing's one thing. Whether, whether he was pushed out or retired – he deserved to have like a ceremonious exit here. And it, I think they yes, did a good job did. in terms of ushering him out. The I Brad thing is, I, I can't look at the Brad thing any other way than it was a dismissal that 
they didn't want to actually dismiss. Like, like if, if it, the question that never got answered there is that if this guy is a great coach, if he's the coach for this team, why isn't he coaching this team? Like he, he might have all the potential for the GM role in the world, but if you like him as a coach, if you still think he's a great coach, you keep him at coach and just find another guy who can be a great GM here. That transition to me is so odd and it never really got answered today. Was this due to Brad's performance as coach? Did they have right. enough of him as coach? Has Brad I mean, been fired? Did bit, Brad get fired up? Both, though, right? I think they all. You, uh, so here's the thing, Josue. Also, not quite no, sure who to replace Danny time. with. You know? Why Josue. not have someone that's familiar with the team that's not going to be long term? But Josue, do you believe right now, if you're to believe the Celtics in earnest right now, you're to believe that they think Brad was an excellent coach, but will make an even more excellent GM. I've never heard president. anything like that. <laughs> so it, 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 no. he'll be no, even better that, here. More comfortable. No, they don't believe that, but they're more comfortable with him at him at the helm and him Why? together with he's because he's familiar no, with the roster. What do you mean? Showing, Why would he? Because so of the Bobby's familiar with the roster. Like that doesn't Back mean anything. Joe, they think yeah, Joe Sway. I gotta tell you, Wick, Wick liked how he looked when he was walking through the war room. <laughs> that most this, most of the season, I've looked at, I've listened to Joe Sway and thought, man, he's spot on on this one. I gotta think you're off. I, I think you, I don't think that has anything to do with it, knowing the roster. I mean, you know so the I, roster that they they wanted to replace. That they didn't want to replace the the head coach. That they're just doing this because they, they didn't know how else yeah. to replace Danny. I don't understand the like. What are you guys trying to say? No, I don't think it the was that they don't know how to repeat Danny. Yes, they they couldn't eat five years of Brad. They fired both guys, but used Brad to be the GM mm-hmm. uh, because they're paying him already, basically. So they wanted a new GM and a new coach. What well, that? Here's what you don't know. And he oh, turned down yeah, the GM. Well, yeah, but you guys making it sound like this is like an awful call or awful play. Like, what? I do not believe. No, I think it could work. Like, why do you? You guys make it sound like it doesn't sound like it. I you guys not. are like, oh, they they were back in the corner, and this is a this is a convenient, constantly move. I, I agree with that. Obviously, you know, you're not gonna. You just gave the guy an extension, but at the same time. This is also beneficial that, you know. I cannot see a world in which at the very least, Joe Sway. feel comfortable. It's a safer move. Joe Sway, I can't I don't see think a the world in which. I don't think they felt comfortable replacing the GM and the coach at the exact same time. I don't I, think they I, were, I, were going to do that. It makes no sense to not interview people for the position. None. Zero. Zero. Even if you think Brad is the guy, it's insane to have this job at this juncture in time and not say, who could we get? The world is wide open. If you truly wanted the best possible, you could open this up to the to the world right now and, and talk to people and you might find you might see things. If you really cared and really wanted it you would talk to people and then if you still thought brad was the guy you hire him if shoving brad into this role smells to me like reassignment you know yeah i see you know no so, so that's yeah. my i mean thought. It is that, does, that does not compute you're not con- yeah you're not considering yeah. the fact they didn't thoroughly go through much their- money for the indiana job yeah. No I just thought you guys were trying to say he's doomed to fail. Like, that's what I didn't understand. Like, I, I feel like I just thought you guys are saying that he's doomed to fail. 
I'm not saying he's doomed to fail. I'm saying it's a convenient slide in. And I think part of it has to do with money. Part of it has to do with continuity. Part of it has to do with mo yeah, moving on the fly. Part of it might also have to do with that they really wanted a new coach too. So it is in effect almost firing two guys, but hiring one of the fired guys for a better job, which we've never seen before, you know? Yeah unimaginable that's such yeah. a weird and thing I can guarantee i can guarantee you and we're jumping to some conclusions here you don't yeah, think so a lot and you know what so the question is and forsberg said this earlier nick would ainge be back if they had a great year like if they lost in the east yes. finals or made the fight he'd be back so this probably accelerated a decision he's been thinking about for some time here and Again, whether he was pushed out or whether he retired and he's done here, that's a fair question. Although they asked Bobby. him about his future today, and he really wouldn't answer. Oh, if he's, he's done going for good. to Utah. He 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 copped out on that question. He said he has no plans, but yeah. you never know what the future holds. He and maybe he'll become uh, I'll take Scal's role and become the color guy. Truth and Bobby, you know I. I don't think that – I think that the one thing we have to remember, I don't know if I have a delay or what, but Brad turned down all that money at Indiana for a reason. So maybe they did know. You know, maybe he's saying to them, F you, I'm not resigning because I, you let me turn down that job. You well, I believe we're all speculating. I believe Jeff's saying that he just doesn't want to deal with the college stuff because, again, that's 12 months out of the year. Yeah. Recruiting. Yeah. Absolute grind. And again, yeah, even for I, that I, money. I, I, yeah. I know to people in this chat were saying they talked to Presti. I saw that report too. They did not talk to Presti. A yeah. report was out there that they internally considered possibly pursuing other candidates before settling on Brad, which means That's what Wick said today, yeah. which means I thought about ordering yeah. something else, but I ordered this sandwich instead. Like they didn't, <laughs> you know, they didn't like. I, I I thought about getting a steak and cheese, but I said I got the meatball. Like damn, damn John. Mean. Yeah, but John, come on, man. Like this is a temporary fix. So they, they didn't. There's a difference. Why do you make two. a temporary fix? Making positions open up. Guys, guys want a new job. Like you know, they didn't want to just hire someone and thrust them into this quote unquote mess because it's kind of what it is, Brad, right? Brad's like, a hostage who, right who, now. Who, 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 Go through this mess and be like, Brad like Danny, what did a, you he do? You know like what I mean? Hostage today. It's a Brad's a hostage right now. He wants to coach. He looked like a hostage. But Brad Stevens is Brad Stevens is ideal for this mess. Okay, everything is all tangled into one big freaking. And at least Brad knows a couple of spots where to start to try to unravel this thing and try to get a need again. And 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 yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say this. Uh, see what yeah, does, does Jalen and Tatum? Ahead, does Jalen Tatum want to bring in? Like they could all brainstorm here and just try to fix this roster. Like that's at the end of the day, you know, that's the goal of this off season for sure. But yeah, it's a temporary yeah, I, fix. It's a temporary. I fix. am. I am glad Joe Sway is somewhat positive uh, because when we lost Bobby earlier today, I was like, "This is going to be a terrible show." Um, I'm worried. I'm worried about this situation. <laughs> I really am. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you. You can wait, Bobby. I'm going to cut you off. your phone, man. Hold on, guys. Too many. Too many. Sorry, Joe Sway, what's up? No, I say. Am I delayed? Someone's delayed. Joe Sway's Bobby, glitchy a little bit. What was your reaction when you first like looked at your phone? Yo, ever since. I don't know. Uh, not to target Nick, but ever since he came on here, man, I've been glitchy ever since he hopped on here. 
Always going to blame Nick. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not in Brockton, bro. We didn't even get on... We didn't even hit on the most awkward part of this and what's going to be more difficult. I haven't been rocketing in a while, bro. The most difficult part of this is the fact that Brad has a whole staff here, guys who are up for this job, apparently. Jerome Allen, Jay Laranega is the betting favorite to become the next Celtics coach for some reason or another here. And they hadn't even told the players, or or not the players, the the coaching staff that Brad was making this move until uh, this afternoon. So... That's a difficult situation for me. Brad is in control of the next coach here. He has a whole staff of people that he's to some degree indebted to, would like to have around, I'm sure, likes what they bring to the table. And he's got to make a decision. If he's going to bring in a new coach, I can't imagine that new coach is going to want to keep all these Brad guys alongside him. He's going to want his own staff. and. He also could just make Jay Laranega head coach or Jerome Allen head coach. I don't think any of us would love that. It's the same thing. So the question comes down to this. If Brad is in it for the long haul, then he's going to do an exhaustive search, has to get a coach. That coach has to have his own staff and all of Brad's existing staff. I'm sorry. Thanks, but I'll see you later. Maybe someone can be retained, uh, but for the most part, that's what you got to do. If Brad is in here as a placeholder, to hold hold the seat warm for now, um, I that and and they're gonna then they hire Jerome Allen or uh, or Larinaga and they continue on with the continuity and Danny does the Bill Parcells thing where he sits up on high and he kind of sort of still GMs he's he, he's he's Don Corleone first handling it to Michael he'll be the consigliere in the beginning not fully going away <laughs> you know um, but he'll still be there oh, in right. an, he'll, right. he'll, he'll be but, there yeah. in an advisory capacity and it's basically <laughs> continuity moving forward but Danny does a little bit less stuff so um i maybe i don't know but like i don't know i don't know i I guess the the coach will tell you a lot here you know what's up doesn't the doesn't the fact that the players have been completely mute completely that's what we said earlier ball busting on on evan turner doesn't that i mean to me that's just weird and last night they knew that's why wick was in the locker room they were told last night and you could see it on tatum's face in his post game What's he gonna say? I yeah, mean, but he was so defensive, man. He, he just found out. Mm. Yeah. Two minutes earlier. Yeah, I mean, and I just feel I like that for sure. But uh, right there. and I will say this: that's a shame. Nice ball guy for the Celtics. I mean, bleeds green. But I'll say this: that uh, Dan, the the Celtics without Danny Ainge is is just uh, Bobby. You said it today; it's unthinkable. Like your whole lifetime, he's been involved in this franchise. My whole yeah. lifetime, for the most part. I mean, besides the nineties, yeah, this I remember. Feels like he got traded to Sacramento all over again for Joe Klein. Joe Klein. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and Eddie me, Easy Ed. I loved Easy Ed. Reverse dunk. That was a big deal. Hey guys, I'm not going anywhere. um, Great offensive rebounder. Don't don't freak. I'll be right back. There he goes. How's he gonna say it like that and then just disappear? That's definitely Joe Sway. The Ainge thing is interesting. (laughs) It was John. No. The Ainge thing is interesting, Nick. In terms of John. In in terms of his ability to connect with the players and get through to the players from his position 
you heard the different comments about consulting players on certain things and then uh, the athletic report of them taking his criticism the wrong way. You got to think that had to play some part in it too. Like I'm, I'm 40 years older than these guys. I've been doing this forever. Times have changed. Players react to people differently. And, uh, you know, we just have different different approaches here. Think about it this way. You and me can disagree on so many different things basketball-wise because I'm 20 years older than you. It's a di- he's 40 years older than them. You know, I mean, I think the other side of it, I do have a neck. I have my shoulders up, guys. Uh, busting yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking so, of it almost in – I'm thinking of – he, or... he – I'm sorry. He, he saying – about and we talked about this earlier with the massage tables. I, I can't get that out of my head because he said it in the Kyrie year too, how he how he struggled getting through to them because they don't speak, they only text. They're immediately they don't celebrate wins. They're immediately on Twitter. I can't understand that. Could you, Joe Sway? I can't understand that. Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, obviously. That, that there's a bit of a, a difference there. No, but, but can you relate to it? Can you manage that? Manage what? Can you manage that? You and I talked about it on management. But people like players constantly on your phone? They text each other when they're sitting right next to each other. Yeah, like instead of talking to one another. Yeah, no, that would drive me crazy. And, and that's, a, that's a big reason why I, I love the idea of someone like Chauncey Billups because he had such – well, obviously his career was yeah. – was, uh, You had to be who you become, it's but also the Detroit Pistons did, and how they were able to. Everyone knew their role. They were able to divvy up everyone's each other's role, and they empowered each other. I, I think a lot of those themes and sort of that Mbutu vibe, Brillups could incorporate that, and, and I think that's that would that's right. what they, that's a champion <laughs> that can also that can also relate. Well, Nick, I think some of his methods caught him. Nick ruined everything. I think think some of his methods. I literally stopped talking because Nick is here. What else is new? I think some of his methods caught up to him. And and just in terms of his approach, the ruthlessness, the openness, I think a lot of this stuff goes back to uh, his pursuit of Anthony Davis in 2019. It's hard to not look at that situation and how players are floated out there. And then you had the whole reaction to the Isaiah trade and the ruthlessness of that. Ainge caught a lot of flack for his approach over the last few handful of years. And that has to play some role in it in my Soft. mind too. There's Yeah, there's just a different way Me that... Too players go about things now and the perception that the Celtics were ruthless or looked at players as assets and that certain people didn't want to come here for one reason or another is something that they were going to have to move past at some point because they're going to have to adjust to the new NBA in some ways you know the NBA that Nick hates but again how are you going to succeed by living in the past and your past ways and just trying to fight the change that's gone on in terms of how NBA players uh, approach Bobby, you know how? Now. Nick, you messing you up have everybody. Boomer everybody. Rage, Bobby. You're messing up everyone. You have boomer now. Rage. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. And, my, uh, no, I heard I'm half of what Bobby said. I, I don't want to screw up. And I blame Nick. Uh, I could see it happening. But I, <laughs> but let me just sign, sign off with this. Uh, don't change the logo because that's what's being talked today. Let's get somebody in here and let's start a new run. And Bobby, you're right. 
it's hard. It is hard. I can only imagine Danny Ainge because I, I have a struggle with today's players. I struggle managing today's people. So I can understand that. But I do know this. Still have a great – you know, if Danny's the fall guy, that means Brown and Tatum are not. And that's all I care about right now because that's our future. That's the Celtics future. <laughs> and yeah, I would right, say Dudley? Brad doesn't have the it's balls so to move true. either of them. So yeah. they're here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so just to let people know, uh, we're going to migrate over to locker room in a little bit and let you guys talk. We're not going till 2 a.m. again, but there's a, <laughs> there's a few of you guys. And again, we were up a while and Dudley's right here. Um, you know, uh, yeah, the people who are saying the thing about Kara being a woman, man, like those are the, those are the guys that like, just, like, just because, yeah, women, just because women don't like you, put it out there. Just shake your head. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, like people who think no, like I mean, that. It's, it's just because women don't pull a lot of women. They don't pull a lot of women. Like it's okay. You don't pull a lot of women. That's fine. Just say that. You know. It's ha- you're Listen, an it, idiot. Let yeah. me tell you. Let me tell you something about women in management. Men back down to women in management. Usually, strong women will get people in line. John's shaking his head, but it's true, and it's a good I, thing. I'm just I'm nervous think, what you're going to say, that's all. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say anything bad because I am to- – I don't blame you, but I am totally – I'm like <laughs> – I am totally for Kara Lawson. I can't tell you how much I think that is the My right move, both PR right and basketball-wise. And listen, the worst case – I agree. I don't blame you guys for being nervous. I could be a loose cannon, but I, I my, my worst fear is that Brad is going to – Leave and then Brad leaves and then we have the Celtics have nobody. Who's, who's the Who have, Zarin? who's the face? Who's the decision maker of the Celtics? That's a huge question right now. I don't know what to Guys, expect from Brad as GM so for being on tonight. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect as coach. This past yeah. three years has been tough. Thank you guys. Thanks. I'll, I'll see you in locker room. I'm, I don't want to glitch Joe's way out. Anymore. All right. Take off. We're going to head over to locker room in a few minutes uh, anyway, uh, and we'll just hear from you guys because, like I said, Bobby and I went on earlier. I'm going to – I'll I'll tell you my theory, my conspiracy – oh, Nick. <laughs> How does he get out of here? Uh, I just tossed him. I, I threw him out the club. Um, yeah. So my I, – I, this is – I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. What are you going to say? What? Say it. I st- I just, I don't buy. I, so what Bobby said was. You got to do bit, what the players want here. You if, no, but I'm just saying, them. I don't buy Danny was thinking about it the whole year. I believe at some point or another, Danny may or may not have stepped down. I think it was accelerated by the crap year. I think it may have even been accelerated by some things that may or may not. Some things that might have gone down in the last few weeks or or whatever. I, I believe this was more hastily thrown together than they uh, are leading us to believe. I and and again, I'm again, going, if this was if this I, was going a grand to, plan, yeah. why do you extend Brad? Why do you make that trade deadline move? If you until, unless knew, it was really Brad's thing, right? If Ainge was possibly within a year of leaving, and you knew that if you if you were to replace Ainge, you would replace him with Brad, like. I, one could say that's why they extended him. I don't buy it. Like I, I'm going by. I, I cited on Twitter a Sean, the Shaughnessy article from a couple of weeks ago, uh, where 
Dan's asking him outright, are you coming back? Of course. Is Brad? Of course. The players, Jay and Jason? Of course. Great. Of course Danny could lie, and Danny has lied. I'm not saying that's beyond him. I'm saying every single thing we heard from Danny this year was Brad's coming back to coach this team. There's no other person we would rather have as coach. He's the best coach. The coach is not the problem. He's going to coach this team. Coach, 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 coach. There was no indication that he himself was leaving either. Okay, so yes, of course he could lie in one interview. That's not the point. Every radio interview, everything and every opportunity given to discuss what's going on next year, Brad is the coach. He's the best coach. We never have a better coach. I couldn't imagine having another coach. He's the best coach. Are you crazy? You can't do better. All about Brad as a coach. There's no idea about Brad's value to the organization or blah, blah, blah. It was, he's our coach. We couldn't imagine having anyone else coach. And a, a month later, Brad, the organization is better with Brad not being the coach. The organization is now better with Brad doing a job he's never done before. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. You lost that locker room, John. How do you, you don't buy that? You don't think that this team stopped listening to Brad Stevens? I think when Danny like was endorsing Brad, he already had thought he, there was enough intel to tell you that the locker room may or may not have been lost, and he was still doing it. You also he was, could have started he was still doing it. it. Nothing here, nothing here smells like this was truly a well thought out plan yeah. that 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 could have been set into motion before you extended Brad, you know, uh, that Danny was all along leaving within this year or next and Brad was always next to, to to take it. No way. This really like I said Wick's comment was like we were talking one day and we we're like would you what you think you could do it? Ha 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 and he was like then that's how it came about. It really feels like it was like I don't know, what about Brad? Sure, yeah, let's do it. Brad, done. I, it, it, this is not, wasn't part of the plan. Brad wasn't, this isn't Brad's dream job. Brad is a coach. In Danny's mind, Brad was always going to be the coach. Then all of a sudden, Danny's not here anymore and Brad has a different job. But yeah, I think we're it's all weird. in agreement on that. Is this is this move going to work? That's the bigger question here. I think it might. A, I think they there's might. a chance it does. And that's they, where, Joe yeah. Sway, we actually agree with you, I think, is that Brad might have what it takes to be GM. I don't know what his philosophy is going to be. I don't know if he's going to be more aggressive than Ainge. I don't know if he's going to just try to be Ainge. I don't know if he's going to try to create the roster that he wants. So then all of a sudden he's going to really need a coach that's in line with his thinking. There's a million questions I have there in terms of how he's going to build a roster going forward. Because honestly, what worries me is that if he's not in it for the long haul, He's going to make some decisions with long-lasting implications here. So you have to have a guy in a GM role who's going to be willing to roll with what ends up happening six, seven years down the line because that's those are the decisions you're making in an offseason as he prepares to sign free agents, draft a guy, trade picks down the line. These are all things he's going to have to do unless he's just very – conservative here either because he's held down by money constraints or he doesn't want to make changes down the line that he might not be here for it's just a very wide ranging possibility in terms of what could end up coming out of a steven's right. gm role and and what's interesting to me is right now you know and again obviously you have a lot of people in in media that like brad a lot 
and 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 I know that's been people have been critical of the media for not giving Brad enough heat, you know, for whatever happened uh, uh, on the sidelines as as the coach. Uh, but there's a lot of people who respect his basketball acumen as well, and and so I think even the people who thought Brad might not be a fit for this team really respect his, you know, like I said, his basketball IQ, his basketball acumen. Everyone keeps talking about him as one of the smartest people they know, one of the best basketball minds. And so I think people are reluctant to say, are you freaking kidding me with this move? But the general vibe you're getting from a lot of the media is, yeah, Brad's pretty smart basketball guy, but are you kidding me? Like this is the move? Like what a, what a gamble, what a gamble at a time. You can't really make a gamble here. Like there's no such thing as a sure thing, but what we, what did we talk about? When you move on from something, you have to either be so certain that it's a disaster and you need the next thing or that the thing you're getting after it is much, much better. This doesn't feel like either right now. It doesn't feel, it just feels like it's like happening, you know, in a very scattershot like- way. I feel like if they were to bring in a brand new GM, I think that's risky with how fragile things are right now. Like more a, a risky than a guy who's never done the job before that may or may not want the job. Yeah, what if what if Zaren becomes the GM or something like I mean, that, Brad, and then Brad sides in the it's like what Bobby said, head coach. It's like what Bobby said, and it's true. I mean, he would easily if he was out the door, he could get a head coaching job elsewhere because he's he's regarded and he's well, immediately. That's a quality head coach around plays a big part in this, you know. Whereas if you compare him to any other NBA coach, they don't really have that or any collegiate. I don't know. I, it's I a temporary don't know. fix. I get it. I get it, John. Like in the long run, it doesn't. It yeah. should not be temporary. You should not be looking for temporary fixes now when you're trying to rebuild a roster to be able to, you know, make sure and ensure that you have Jalen and yeah, Jason John, here in the long term. Hours ago, that there's not a whole lot of wiggle room with this roster, man. You make it sound like there's a whole lot of options that these guys can go in. <laughs> yeah, for our BGM because we can't really do anything, roster. That's another that. So that was my fear, and I said this in the early show. <laughs> You know better than anybody what the hell's going on in that locker room, you know, yeah. compared to any other GM. Yeah. I said this in the early show, and this is my fear, is that Brad right now got reassigned to go in there and basically not not sign Evan, not not cost Wick a lot of money for hi- for hiring a new coach, not go into the tax, and just coach the kids, draft a couple more players, be the Brad that coaches up, you know, that, that whatever, just bring in the young talent that you want there. And let's just kind of hold the line for a little bit until we're ready to make the next move. Then I'll go get my real GM and my real coach. I, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if it's a placeholder sort of gig here um, for, for Brad rather than a guy that they want into the future. So um, anyway, Locker room is open. It's in the chat. We're going to head over there. We're all going to do it at the same time. Guys, any closing thoughts here before we head over? Well, just to wrap that up, especially if Ainge moves on to a new job oh, here, going to be lit. then that becomes a real question, whether Ainge was just kind of done with the situation. The flexibility ran out. His hope to be able to re- remedy the situation, given the fi- possible financial constraints, it just ran out. And that essentially just becomes upending being a mutual decision there. We want to move on from Ainge and Ainge is just kind of done with this. And that's what is scary about the situation because if this whole thing is financially motivated and then by 
effect of that, there's they're not able to go into the tax at all here. It's going to be a really rough 2022, just swallowing uh, your financial constraints and your inability to improve the roster at all and dealing with much of what they did last year. Again, a new voice and a refreshing perspective and a different kind of head coach isn't solving roster issues. And this season, as much as Brad made some mistakes here or there, wasn't a Brad issue. It oh, was man. a roster issue by, to a large degree. Um, I, I think everybody deserves a big heaping hunk of blame pie here from the players not putting in effort to Brad not doing his best coaching job to Danny um, and the where the roster was here to Wick not willing to spend. I think every one of them uh, had a bad – everyone had a bad year. Um, and so – We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens heading into the future. I, I think everyone. I think everyone. I think everyone had a bad year. Um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, guys. I just want somebody to check in on Jalen. We're gonna be here like every other week. Just tell me if Jalen and Jason are okay. I am excited about some of these coaching possibilities, though. The fact that they're essentially gonna have their pick out of anybody is exciting. Here, there's some current head coaches that could get involved. Woj says I like a lot of these. Lead candidates, Billups, Lawson, those type of people. Well, I, I, Lloyd Pierce and Jason Kidd would be tough to swallow, though. Yeah. So let's. I, I agree. We'll, we'll let's Ooh, save it. We're going to get into the coaches a lot more uh, as time goes on. More names are going to surface. We'll know there. There'll be interviews. We'll hear discussions. Um, so let's wrap this up. We're going to locker room again. For those who have not done this with us before, uh, head on in. Um, download on the uh, iOS, or you can also do Android now. Um, and uh, if you do have it, make sure you've updated. I guess there was a recent update in there too. Um, and join us on the One stage. We're gonna, we're gonna hang for thirty minutes or so uh, and hear from you guys. I know a lot of people were uh, were interested in um, in in chatting, so uh, we've done a lot of talking. We want to hear what you guys have to say. So uh, Nick's in there now, holding court. I shouldn't have let the guy loose. Oh now. man, we gotta go. Yeah, so we got to go. We got to go. All right. <laughs> we got to go. We can't, we can't allow that. Um, thank you guys for hanging in there with us. I know this is a couple times you're probably sick of listening to us talk. So um, hopefully you want to hang a little bit longer. Let's head to the locker room and, and, and chop it up.